Geography, where you live, where you work, and where you play. Your life is dictated by the space that you inhabit. Yet with the rise of digital marketing, we often neglect geography as nothing more than a targeting mechanism for ads. That is a false profit. Geography's impact is far more significant than the miles we travel daily. And this season, season two of the Thought Unpacked podcast is a deep dive into why modern marketers should pay attention to the places their audience resides. Today's topic, geography as a targeting tool, addresses this issue head on. As the level of ad specificity has never been greater, we are eroding the value of understanding our target market. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is the Thought Unpacked podcast, an exploration into the world of modern marketing. My hope? Bring some clarity and context into an industry that impacts our everyday lives. I'm going to present this podcast through a hypothetical story. However made up, it does have roots in what is likely happening right now. Let me introduce you to Dale. Dale is a 34-year-old insurance broker living in beautiful Golden, B.C., about a three-hour's drive from Calgary, Alberta, or about a day's drive outside of Vancouver. Dale has, unfortunately, gone through a divorce. He's still struggling to get his feet under him, but he's starting to get to that next chapter in his life. He's recently purchased a new place and is looking forward to what the future may hold for the first time in a long time. Due to Dale's divorce, he is in the market for basically everything. He needs to set up his new place. He's considering a home gym. He needs new clothes. He is even looking into a new car. Again, he is basically in the market for all things. For many brands, and what I'm about to say is going to sound very horrible, but it's true, Dale is an ideal prospect. There is a concept presented by Tony Robinson called the pain-pleasure paradox. Essentially, we are all looking to either reduce our pain or increase our pleasure in life. And now, I am sure, I am a thousand percent sure, that a psychologist could easily challenge just gross generalization. But from a marketer's perspective, it does hold water, at least from a 50,000 foot view. So Dale is a very lucrative prospect. He has a lot of pain and he's looking for a bit of pleasure. Now he needs to reduce his pain. And according to Tony Robinson, this is where we actually go first. Now pain here can be either general or specific. And in Dale's case, it's both. He needs a new bed, he needs new dishes, he needs, as I mentioned already, new clothes, and maybe even a new car. Those are general pains. He has needs and wants, and he needs to fulfill them through the act of buying stuff. However, the particular pain that Dale is feeling regarding his recent divorce tosses him into a whole new category of pain reduction. Now, he may purposely go out of his way not to purchase from brands or companies that he and his ex would buy from. He may strategically select items that would make his ex upset. Because of this, because Dale is not just generally trying to avoid pain, but specifically, 
Dale is primed for a switch, the rare opportunity for a challenger brand to come in and win Dale over. Now all this is the same for pleasure. Let's be honest, more home gyms are sold based on looking good because you are single than looking good because you are happily married. And as a complete side note, that's not to say happily married people don't work out and that single people are gym fanatics. It's just talking statistics here, people. Now, all of this information is taken into consideration what Dale has gone through, what he's going through, when a modern marketer plans out her advertising campaign. Life stage, psychological factors, recent traumatic experiences, an increase or decrease in purchasing habits, likelihood of switching, as well as new needs and wants are commonly asked and identified questions. So as you're working through all of those factors, again, life stage, psychological factors, recent traumatic experiences, an increase or decrease in purchasing habits, likelihood of switching, any new needs, any new wants, etc., what is rarely asked and what is rarely considered is what does it mean to be recently divorced in Golden BC? Now to know that, you first need to know Golden. Now, if you've ever been to Golden, you'll know it's a beautiful place, but you don't need to travel there to start to really understand how someone in Golden, BC going through a divorce may be different than, say, someone in Metro Vancouver. Golden, BC has a population of approximately 4,000. If you were to look at Golden on a map, you would notice one distinct piece of information. It is a small blip in Alberta and BC's vast interior mountain range known as the Rocky Mountains. It takes up a massively small area of land, just over 11 kilometers. Essentially, if you wanted to run a marathon in Golden, you would need to do just shy of four laps around the entire town. So a divorce that happens in Golden is going to be different than, say, in Metro Vancouver. Metro Vancouver has a population of just shy of 2.6 million and an overall connected area of just shy of 3,000 kilometers. Maybe one or two marathons in there. I'm sure you can guess the differences, but here are a few easy ones to get us started. The likelihood of everyone in Golden knowing about Dale's divorce is moderate to high. It's a small town, people like to gossip. The ability to shop at stores that he hasn't had an experience in or doesn't have a connection with is moderate to low. Dale's most likely shopped everywhere there is to shop. Now, the opportunity for Dale to run into his ex is incredibly high. Finally, the proximity and access to alternatives for Dale is going to be low and home delivery may not always be an option. So with this in mind, how does this change an advertising strategy based solely on this geographical information? Dale is no longer an ideal target. A modern marketer may look at Dale and think, okay, does he currently shop with us? No? Hmm. Okay, this may be a hard one. Remember, he has a lot going on in his life and he needs to drive almost 300 kilometers west to Calgary or over 700 kilometers east to Vancouver to get out of Golden. And let me tell you, there's not a lot in between Calgary or Vancouver. 
By the way, the source for that information was Wikipedia. This information, this geographical knowledge, will change and should change the entire approach. The language you use, the imagery, your expectations, and success KPIs all need to be different. Even to a point if Dale is or is not a target anymore comes into question. Will some brands still target Dale? Of course. Will some brands still use the same imagery and language as if they were targeting someone in Vancouver? Yeah, bet. And will Dale buy a few of those products? Maybe, if he can get them. But will a lot of money be wasted on incorrectly targeting Dale? Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of money wasted and a lot of confusion, possibly even anger, on Dale's part. The next time you use geography as a targeting tool, make sure you've done your due diligence and respect that the air quote Dales of the world will have a different experience than say someone in another city or town. Even if all the other factors that you've plugged in to your advertising property would suggest that it shouldn't be different. Thank you for listening to the Thought Unpacked podcast. If you have an idea that you want unpacked, please reach out on Twitter or Instagram. Until next time, stay safe.